0: Welcome to the breakdown. It's Tanya Lee and Johanna Burkhart, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm
0: <laughs> so, you know, Johanna doesn't typically wear a unicorn horn.
1: <laughs>
0: well, and it could think... be
1: considered something else. So let's just, let's just yeah, keep it,
2: yeah,
0: let's keep it PG. Yeah, we'll keep it PG. It's a unicorn horn. <laughs> And I'm in my craftware for tonight's episode uh, 131 of Magic and Spells, guys. We wanted to have some fun on this show because it's, you know, it's Halloween. We wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, and we just, you know, when we go out in a bang with the whole thing of mediumship all month long that we've been doing, we said, hey, listen, we're going to do something funky when it comes to Halloween. So- <laughs> <laughs> So just as a reminder, guys, because um, because of the show, this is an open-minded show. So we want to always remind you guys that just keep an open mind, okay? Just because there's beliefs on here that are given or shown to us, it doesn't mean that um, we have to take it. We can take it from a grain of salt. We just, you know, we have questions. That's why we bring our guests on here. We like to see whatever, what they have to say about certain things and just to expand our horizons. Right?
1: Yeah you're like yeah right i mean you don't know what you don't know so you might as well yeah dive into it it, right
0: right so magic and spells there's one thing that i wanted to note right off the bat is like let's get into what these definitions are because i want to debunk some stuff because when i feel like what happens is is majority not everybody but majority is when they think of magic and spells it's something that is Um, off the cusp. It's something that, you know, like, ooh, that's like, that's voodoo, or that's like, it's not real, or that's not, you know, anything like that. So what are the definitions? So when I looked up magic, I, I looked it up, and this is in the Webster Dictionary, guys. It says the power of apparently influencing the course of events by using mysterious or supernatural forces. So when it comes to supernatural, that is broken basically into something that does not fall into the scientific method. So there's something where we don't have a validation on, and you know how I always love to go to that. So it falls into like a pseudoscience, okay? So when I looked up spell work, it's a spoken word of form of words held to have magic power. So, huh, How is that very, I mean, it's not very much different for us doing affirmations, Um, you know, putting an intention out, it's not that different. Do you feel that's different for you, Johanna at all? Like, nah, it's not. So I think that, you know, sometimes we put it in these categories of something that, you know, is witchy or, you know, in that level. And that's where I wanted to bunk a little bit, because actually when we're putting an intention on anything, whether it's good or bad, you are manifesting. So that is actually considered magic. It's
1: considered (laughs) magic. Yeah. I mean, I think we do magic all day long. It's just people classify certain things. I mean, I mean, look at anything you do in an everyday life. I I mean, taking spirituality out of it completely and you'll find magic. Yeah. For sure.
0: So we have a very special guest with us tonight. She's a dear friend of mine. And um, I love Sapphire. Um, but we're going to bring her on here. And her, she, she is known as S. Nikki Creaky, also known as Sapphire Dragonfly. She also has a tarot channel, guys. Um, It's amazing. But she is recognized psychic medium and spiritual practitioner. She specializes in healing, cleansing and spiritual protection. She published her first nonfiction inspirational self-help book called Soul Scream in 2013. She currently resides in Georgia with her children is working on her second book right now, spiritually life coaches full-time and is dedicated to her youtube channel and like i said her youtube channel is fantastic and she's got quite a personality and i was really excited to have her on board with um this discussion because she's probably got a lot to say for us <laughs> so we can take on bring on
1: sapphire for us before i bring her on i just want to let everybody know stay on after the show even though when we're done with the interview stay on we have a special announcement that we would like to make and share with you okay so don't don't exit out just because the interview's over we have something to share with you so let's bring on sapphire come on down hello there beautiful people
0: (laughs) there's the lovely voice that I love (laughs) and that's how you always open up on your show which is great like I feel like every morning I'm like this is nice I get to get some inspiration with Sapphire
2: (laughs) yes yes I every it's funny when I forget to do it people usually email me and say you didn't do it on our video so I was like wow I didn't know people really enjoyed it and they do so I try to make sure I get it in
0: (laughs) it's so funny because you become like this catch of a personality of certain things you say like a lot (laughs) of people have been pointing out like when I do my readings because now I go like we'll see what the cards come to play and like now (laughs) that's my catch line I'm like I didn't even mean to make that a catch line (laughs)
2: exactly but exactly and now
0: I say it all over dramatic every time it's like but it is but beautiful people
2: is a, a beautiful way to start out with
0: yes singing it just voice. started as
2: an affirmation just letting people know like you know they're beautiful people you know I just wanted to get them kind of hyped up because everything I do is about self-help and motivation yeah. and inspiration
0: so can you tell us a little bit I mean we, I told a little bit of a history of you but with your gifts in general, especially with working with things like spells, because people, like I said, um, take it off as being something that is different or something that is not real. Mm-hmm. Um, how, did, how did you dive into it? Because I think you have a really
2: good story about it. Wow, okay. <laughs> well, um, let's go back about five years and I'm gonna try and sum it up the best I can. Um, I kind of lost touch with spirituality and I was looking for a lot of answers and I started, I was going to start my own Bible study and someone invited me to go to a church of prophets. And I went and, you know, I go up and the, the pastor of the church or the apostle of the church is like, you know, you're gifted. And I'm like, no, not me. Like, no, I'm on so many different medications. No way. <laughs> but, you know, but, um, he told me that I was gifted. Um, he invited me to, um, participate in his class. for uh, prophets prophets with gifts. And I did the class for six months. I was birthed as the prophetess of instruction and strategy. Um, And so that's what I'm recognized in the spiritual uh, Christian community as. And then what happened was I started um, Tarot. A friend turned me on to Tarot. I was hesitant to go into it because I was raised Catholic. So I'm like, you know, Catholic school girl, I'm not touching that, that it's bad, but, I kept seeing cards and they were calling to me and one of my friends had shown me a video of Tarot and finally I broke down, I bought a set of cards and I just, it just spoke to me. And then about, um, a year ago, I, um, now mind you a year ago, I was like, no magic, magic is bad. You shouldn't do that. But a year ago, I had, um, a heart attack. I had a heart attack at work and, When I got to the hospital, I had to drive myself to the hospital. When I got to the hospital, um, they said, we cannot understand where this heart attack came from. They did a stress test. They kept me in the hospital for three days. And I mean, it was, there was nothing that made sense. And so what happened was um, I had a spiritualist reach out to me kind of out of the blue and tell me that I was under spiritual attack and someone had done magic towards me. And I'm sitting here going, I don't believe in that. I don't believe. Because I kept thinking, well, if you don't believe, it won't happen to you. And that's not true. So like literally once that was brought to my attention, I had no choice but to dive deeper into the history of magic and understanding because I'm an earth sign. I'm a Virgo. So I'm like, I need concrete evidence. Yeah. So I dug deeper into it and I found out, wow, um, magic has been being used around my life and manipulating my life in so many ways for years. And I never knew. I, I never realized. So now that I recognize the signs, I kind of um, turned to that person that became a mentor and was like, "All right, I'm ready for you to mold me because I'm tired of my life being obstructed by you know people trying to go against my free will." Um, and you know, so that's how I got started. This.
1: Let me ask you this, Sapphire, because um, when you were talking about that, I'm, I I I channel, so my team's here with me, and they're reminding mm-hmm. me of when that happened to me. And for me, I was going to ask you if you still believe you were actually under attack, because when that happens to me now that's happened to me three times Mm -hmm. since I was aware of my awakening. And for me personally, it was my crystalline multidimensional body coming online and integrating with my physical body. It was not um, an attack. It was my crystalline avatar, higher dimensional self integrating with my physical self. Um, And because of that difference in frequency adjustment, it plays the same symptoms because I went in and they told me I had, they misdiagnosed me with a stroke. I spent three days in ICU and thousands of tests later and 35 doctors and they were stumped. And as soon as I was put into a place where they could have hurt me, opening me up, the symptoms killed they died they went away completely and wow. my team later on came in and said yeah we stopped it because they would have they would have hurt you because they didn't because there was a miscommunication you didn't understand what was happening to you so when it was getting ready to happen again they forewarned me <laughs> not to go to the hospital so that's why I, I immediately they were talking to me they're like that's what was happening for her does she ask her if she still believes she was under attack and so I thought well okay we'll just start diving right in. You know it
2: that's a really good question, and I am going to tell you that, yes, I do believe I was under attack because the person that it was revealed to me um, at that time that when she went to a worker in the Bahamas, and they did some work from there. So when I was able to gather myself up, meditating and going into the spirit realm, like psychically, well, spiritually leaving my body has always been something I've always done, astral point. So once I was, you know, I knew I was under attack, I was able to astroplane and basically, magic leaves a trail. It leaves like a breadcrumb trail. I was able to follow the breadcrumb trail back to the woman who did it to me. And I actually showed up in her house and, and she saw me and I told her basically to back the hell back off. Cause I was just like, I'm not gonna take another L. And I was just like, you know, so that was my confirmation that someone actually did something. Because I was able to trap, I was able to um, attract the energy, actually. It was the energy that I was tracking. So now, will I discredit what you're saying? Absolutely not. I will say that um, I think that what you're talking about, I think I may have gone through that. I've had three suicide attempts in my life um, because I was constantly being challenged with my mental th- throughout my teenage years. So um, the third suicide attempt I had in four years, I actually died. I was clinically dead for over 20 minutes, and my father said that um, they thought they, that they were done, they were gonna call it quits, and I came back. Uh, six months after that happened, I actually had a vision of myself over my body, and I could hear like a voice behind me telling me that I had to get back in. And it's really crazy, because I was like, I don't wanna get back in. And <laughs> like, like I want, to get back I'm ready in. to go home. <laughs> That's what I told them. I told them, I said, I knew what I was doing. I'm not crazy. I don't like it here. Like humans don't fit with me. They don't like me. They're like, you have to go back. And I was like, okay. So they're telling me I have to go back and I'm thinking in my head, okay, cool. I'll just do this shit again. I don't care. And I, I hear this voice come out and go, if you do it again, you're going to, we're going to make you a quadriplegic and you're, but you're going to stay because you have purpose. So I was like, Ooh, that's rough. Like a quadriplegic. Like, so that scared me from that point on of ever having any other suicide attempts because they were very serious about it. And, um, and I suffered with depression for so long because it just didn't fit in. I think that when I went through that experience of actually my physical body dying and then my spirit going back in, there was something after that, that took place that changed me completely. And I just never was the same since then. I really wasn't. So I will definitely, I will say that I think my experience of what you experienced happened at that time.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, every, like I said, everybody has a different interpretation. I mean, yeah, we and in, in a
2: different experience and, you know, I'm we, laughing because your guides, I think your guides are telling me that, well, no, no, no. The heart attack you had was still part of that. <laughs>
1: I, well, my, I, I work with, I don't know if you, if you know anything about me, but I work with, um, my, uh, Galactic Council. And so they okay. call themselves the conscious, uh, the conscious collective. I know they're so original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're a mix of of seventh through twelfth dimensional beings, and then I have my cool. um, earthly guides. So they're quite um, characters. And if you get any of Tanya's, they're jokesters. So <laughs> <laughs> but, <you> know,
0: familiar. <laughs> we
1: we all have like you were talking about with the I love that you came from a religious background because you know our, this is what I like to say is, is the source is all the same, right? But we filter our experience through our own belief systems, our own understandings. And so that's what makes it awesome for us to bring all different people on here and share, because that is your truth sister. I mean, it is exactly.
2: No. And so I'm
1: glad that you you're telling it. And I, and what, what
0: I find interesting here is so, And this is why this is why I wanted to bring Sapphire on there because she's always always has interesting stories on here, and I feel like the way that they come about, it's like how descriptive you are. I'm like, okay, so wait, what happened? All right, let's let's back up here. (laughs) So, because I and and I and it's not that I'm not a believer; I'm just open minded. I have questions. So, my question to you is, with this intention of this of this individual, and this, and I'm bringing it back in here. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. bringing us back down to spells and so forth, because there's such a difference between light and dark. And um, I think there's some controversy on like, what is, you know, what it is to do there and how some people can put an intention on and not even realize that they're dark magic or dark magic. A lot of people afraid of magic or, you know, or white or black magic. It's so, um, with this, with this individual, I mean, this was somebody who was practicing this, right. Had every intention of doing this on there. So how have you ever run into people who are putting intentions on people and not realizing that they're doing it?
2: I run into that all the time because people, what I call them is internet witches. They go and they just Google stuff <laughs> and they just Google stuff. That's and a just, hashtag right there. Internet. Yeah. Witches. Let's make t-shirts just, guys. guys the, the witches of the internet. <laughs> they just Google stuff and then they just do it. And I'm like, mm. But you don't understand the ramifications and you don't understand you're not justified in, in, in energy and different things. So when you do these things and then, okay, case in point, I'm gonna tell you exactly what how I learned the, the hard way about this. I made the mistake of, I had a friend, I was going through issues with my divine um, masculine and um, we weren't, we were we were having a whole lot of issues. and. My friend told me, oh, just put him in a vinegar jar with the, with the karmic and, you know, the vinegar jar will cause them to argue, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's my divine masculine. He really didn't do anything wrong. So when I put him in the vinegar jar, that was putting confusion and it was doing a spell on him that I really wasn't justified to do. My karma was my window got busted out. Now, why did my window get busted out? Because for me, spirit knows that if they mess with my finances... <laughs> It's like, it's a lesson to me. I won't do it again because I'm really big on stability and foundation. So when my window got busted out and they came to me and said, that was your karma for putting him in there because you weren't supposed to put him in there. It wasn't justified. And I said, well, she told me to do this. They were like, but why didn't you look it up? Why didn't you ask? And I didn't, I just did what someone told me to do. And it was not the right thing to do. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people do things and they don't think about it. um, And sometimes they cause more harm to the person that they care about sometimes than they intend to, you know, or you have people who send out ill intent on purpose, not realizing that if you don't have spiritual protection, or if you don't have confidence in your work, it's coming back to you. Mm -hmm. And Oh yeah. Boundaries. That's what I always
1: tell people. I tell people you need to have good energetic boundaries because I've had people Yep. It weren't they weren't uh, ill intended. They they were like without asking, I'm just going to do energy work on you and I'm just going to do all this and I would sense them coming into my energy and I would shut it down Violation. and I would I would <laughs> message them and be like, "No, um, you know, that you need to ask for permission." Like I have absolutely. really good boundaries and I know I don't always use them, but I always know when someone's trying to come into my energy. So, absolutely. Like you I mean, if you're doing something with the hard uh, intentions, do you mm-hmm. think that somebody could mess it up? Because I'm curious. Yes. What I thinks
2: on that. Yes. Yes. You can do a love spell and you can mess a love spell up. Um, people <laughs> like, don't understand. Wait, do you have a
1: story about this? Because I would love to hear a story on this. <laughs> well,
2: here goes the thing. You have to be careful what you ask for because right? people will do yeah. spells and they're like, I want to. For example, the one girl that did the spell, she wrote in her petition that she wanted him to be absolutely honest about everything. And he he had to be, you know, this perfect person. And I was like, are you sure you want that? Because think about it, if he wants to lie to you to throw you a surprise birthday party, he can't. You'll never have a surprise because he's telling you everything. And it she's like, like, and she didn't moment. think about that.
0: huh? <laughs> It sounds like a genie moment from Aladdin, like maybe right? That's exactly that's what it sounds like. You know, the right
2: wish. <laughs> or think about like our I I dream a genie when she kept yeah. doing all those things and it just yeah. was backfiring. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. That's they true. don't realize wording is everything. So if you tell, if you do a love spell, and you say I want him to be obsessed with me. I want him to, you know, be head over heels with me. If it's not in his free will, what will happen is the body will comply, but the spirit will fight against it. So I can sometimes tell when people come and they're in abusive relationships, I usually can tell, what did you do? Because his spirit is angry and his body might be, is trying to fight to break whatever you did to him, which is why he's hitting you and he's beating you. He doesn't even know why. And they're like, well, I did this and I binded him and I did that. And I'm like, oh my God, like this poor man.
0: (laughs) So, so, so is there a difference? Because For those of us who put affirmations out or put an intention on this, because it's not that very different from the law of attraction, right? Like we Mm -hmm. put something and we have to be very specific of what we say or how we want things, right? For it to come and for us to receive it because the universe doesn't realize what we're stating. So for those of us who are in a negative state and wish something bad on someone and don't realize the outcomes of things that they do do you think that, that actually can actually give an outcome to something bad happening to that person? Enough of yes. that energy without even any kind of weird spell or ingredients or just bad, you know, just the intention.
1: Let so me I tell I'll you um, with that, but I'm curious to hear what she has to say.
2: Yes, there is. When you're not balanced emotionally and mentally, it does affect the work that you do. Um, case in no, point. that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and people don't realize that that's the number one reason that work can come back on you is because you're not mentally stable. Um, or even if you're case,
1: having like a, a, a day where you have you're normally like if you're normally doing work and you're normally in a good space, but today you had an off day. And mm-hmm. you decided to go do a session with somebody or something. Your energy is not in alignment. So you can, right. I will align. cancel yeah. and
2: reschedule. If I feel like I, uh, my energy is not in alignment, absolutely 100% because the message is not going to be clear. And then also I'm like a transmitter. So if I'm feeding, if their energy is feeding through me and I got gunk in me, then yeah. whatever's coming out in those cards, I'm adding to that. I'm adding my gunk to that. Hell yeah. So yeah, I will reschedule. But Mm -hmm. I will tell you, um, I'll just tell you case in point, I've had one client and um, this was recently, and this is when I was in New York and I got into a vehicle with a client and I was supposed to be going to her family member's house to put up a crystal grid on the property, okay? So we're headed out there and her family doesn't believe in this and she didn't ask them permission to do it. Now Mm -hmm. I can't, I will never do work and on somebody's house or something, even if it's protection work without their permission, I don't care. So, you know, as we're nearing there, her nerves are getting bad, but I'm sensing that there's an attack coming through on her in the car seat next to me because her her emotions are all over the place because she's not telling me that they didn't clear her to do this at their house. So she's nervous about getting caught and and I'm sitting here going, they're gonna lock me up. This is Long Island, they're gonna lock (laughs) me up. That might be your aunt, but your aunt's going to lock me up, okay? So, so I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this if I don't have permission. So she emotionally, because of her anxiety and everything, it was literally over a matter of maybe 10, 15 minutes, I saw her whole mood shift and she was driving and she blew through a red light. And I'm like, and I'm looking at her, like I'm seeing her, I'm seeing the spell hit her. And I know where the spell is coming from. It's coming from her ex-husband. And I'm like, wow. I'm seeing it affect her mental because she opened the door for it. And I'm telling her, you need to calm down. I need you to calm down. Could you pull over so you can calm down? Because I was like, if you don't calm down, like this is not gonna be good. And she's ranting and she's, she's talking real fast. And I'm like, Shh, and I'm in the passenger seat. So what happened, <laughs> long story short, she blew past a crossing guard uh, crosswalk in front of a school. And I said, yeah, I'm out. This is it. So I waited till her, I told her, let me out. And she's like, no, I'm not going to let you out. I waited till she got to a stop sign. I got out the car and I just walked in the opposite direction because I told her if I lose my mental and I lose my emotional, then I open myself up to the attack that you're receiving. I'm not doing that. So I was like, let me get the heck out of this car. And I called an Uber back to my car where, where I had left it.
0: But, That's quite a way to put a boundary up, right? I mean, her right. pretty will, like, no, this is what, <laughs> this shit so is And good real. for you, because I
2: agree.
1: You should never, never, you should never grid or do anything without someone else's permission. Never.
2: It's a violation. And mm. you know, the, the problem was that there was black magic from um, her ex-husband that was being done to her family. Basically, what he was doing was killing her family off one by one with cancer. And um, he's, he he's still doing it. She just told me the other day that he, that another aunt died. And I actually went to the hospital and did healing on the aunt, and she did tremendously better the next day because I went two days and did healing on her. And now she passed away because I pulled away from the case because I was like, whoa, like if I can't get my client to be stable, I can't work this case with you. You have to meditate, pull yourself together. So, yeah, I, I don't take any risk with my own safety, you know?
0: Do you find now that you have, because you're, you are so open to this in the level, do you find that now that you're attracting specific clients that you have, that you know, that you can help with this? Basically,
2: I attract people who are dealing with narcissists. I am familiar with narcissistic behavior. I grew up around it. I'm very well versed on it. And I, myself, at one point in my life had narcissistic, narcissistic tendencies that um my uh, in my adult life were uh, my friends kind of brought to my attention um i think we are and have an so American i went narcissist. to therapy to fix them you know. yeah yeah and i so for the
0: for the folks that you have i mean with stories and all this but like i'm interested on this now so for the people who are trying to get black magic like how do they go about to this is this like trying to find a hitman like, <laughs> I
2: was, like, like looking a or not, book like I have here is the thing Black magic is a choice to be used. Have I used black magic? Yes, I've worked with demons before. I'm not gonna lie. I've worked with demons that have been held by two angels while I tell them what I want them to do. Um, So working with black magic is not, how would you say? It is a very nasty energy. I'm not gonna tell you, it's very nasty. You have to cleanse yourself after it completely um, because it is the kind of thing, (laughs) it's very, it can become addictive because it works very quickly because of in the 3d this is the realm where black magic thrives the like the most so black
1: um, magic could probably be considered the politicians and manipulations and i mean if you ask me that's the it's all it's that's the black magic
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean honestly yes a lot of there there there's a lot of magic in politics you know But same thing in the celebrity
1: world. I mean, because it's
2: instant gratification. So people get addicted to instant gratification. And then also black magic calls for you to go into your, your lower vibration self in order to feed it. And so some people, you know, being, staying at the higher level, higher vibration, it can be a challenge sometimes always being the higher being always taking the higher road. So some people fall, Addictive to that lower energy and they like being able to take it out on someone instantly And so it it's it's a very um, how would you say the intent is set by the person who does it? I've mm. used black magic before um, in a battle with an enemy and it was because honestly I had to at that time I had to level up and use it against somebody who was using it against me because the light magic was not Not that light magic doesn't win because it usually will always win but I had to get nasty at that time and basically knock my enemy down. I had to put that person down. So it was seven days straight of black magic in order to put that person in the hospital. So you don't think and, that um, love
1: always wins then? You don't think that love it, it, being the highest- No, love does
2: not always win unfortunately.
1: Isn't always neutralize the situation?
2: Unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. Spell work is, it causes confusion. And with it being able to cause confusion, it can keep a person in confusion and keep them from being able to act on their free will of love. And th- so it that's where love loses, you know? In, um, in what, regards
0: to free will is where you're getting at, is where it's-
2: Exactly. Okay. You know, um, I've had men who have had work on them, women or men have work done on them um, to put them into marriages and relationships with women that they really didn't want to be with. And the the thing that people don't understand is when you go against a person's free will, you have to keep that work up for however long it takes to break that person's spirit and they just kind of accept, okay, I'm here. i am invested. We have a house, we have kids. I'm not going anywhere. That sounds like and everyday life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But sounds really but exhausting. I don't get... know
0: if I want to get involved in that. It sounds exactly. like a giant investment.
2: <laughs> and it's extremely expensive to pay somebody to do that constantly for years. Mm-hmm. But there are people who actually have their workers on payment plans, monthly payment plans. They have it like a car payment. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's out of order. <laughs> Trust me. And they do get karma for it. Do not think that as workers who go against people's free will, who do that magic against a person's free will, they do get karma for it. However, their spell work to push karma back for a certain amount of time, not forever, but for a certain amount of time, they can kind of put it off or they create a web of spell work. So it's like nothing really ties back to them unless you call for a judgment review by spirit. Yeah. So there are a lot of ways that workers get out of having the consequences come back on them, and keep these people trapped in situations they really don't—they're not supposed to be in.
0: So I got sucked into one of your one of your um shows, your live shows, the other day because you were talking about spell work and you're you were mentioning Justin Bieber and I don't know anything about Justin Bieber. I'm like
2: the only one. I'm <laughs> I like, love Justin. I Bieber. I swear. I wish uh, I could get to him. I I just feel so bad for him. I'm like, <laughs> I love him. To- What's wrong with Justin Bieber? She. she So Justin Bieber right now is basically, he's being drugged magically, okay? Okay, so how do you Um, know this?
1: How do you know without a shadow of a doubt that that's happening?
2: Okay, well, when people do black magic, there's an aura that's on them. You can see it. So I literally have been in the Walmart and seen a person that does black magic and we look at each other in the eye and I go left and they go right. We don't, we don't deal with each other. Um, because they're on a different end of the spectrum. We can read what we are. So when I looked at Haley Bieber, I was like, "Whoo, that girl has been doing some stuff. And she's been doing it herself. However, to seal the deal, she, has, um, she hired somebody. So I was just like, he's being kept in, it's almost like a mirror box where it's just a confused, like a childlike box of confusion. And I, he will come out of it. But the problem is there's so much money. What I saw in my reading was there's so much money around him at stake. And unfortunately, when you have that kind of element around you, I can't even tell you how many celebrities I've seen with that have had magic done to them. It's, it's I want you it's to pretty. do like,
0: listen, do me a favor. I need <laughs> you to do like a monthly or even more than monthly. It just picks celebrities. <laughs> You, somebody else just
2: asked me for that too Please. They just gave me a whole list Please. of celebrities and I'm just I was like, like what's this about I felt like I was watching a soap opera but I'm like I'm loving this I'm like what's this about it was interesting and I'm gonna be honest I didn't even tell everything that I picked up on in the Justin Bieber um reading because I know how they're gonna break him free and I know how it's gonna happen and I wasn't gonna disclose that because regardless of um, what, you know, I'm just Sapphire Dragonfly compared to some of them. They, you know, if you're a real worker, you do pay attention to media to see what's going on and who's picking up on what. And it's like area 51, that one person that got it right. We're like, we need to talk to Sapphire. So no, I don't need any extra stuff coming my way. So <laughs> <to shut laughs> do up. you, do
1: you consider that a violation that you of reading their energy? Um, and, and broadcasting yes. that.
2: Yes, which is why I don't really do celebrity readings because I see yeah, them. I was going to say because that could well. backfire on you. You could you could it, be and this lawsuit. is why I said I could not disclose everything I saw yeah. because I was just like they could really come in and attack me if they really wanted to for poking my nose in their business. And it's funny because someone asked me to read Kanye West and um, Kim Kardashian. I was like, eh, no. The
0: Kardashians <laughs> are probably all witches. <laughs> that's a
2: coven. I'm not fooling around with that. Okay. That's a whole coven right there. Nope. Well, I mean, I mean, I. I and my I wanna... right ear is ringing. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, You know, that's the thing. We have to kind of respect people. Um, I don't like seeing people get themselves into certain situations. Yeah. My, my ear just started ringing again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't like when people get themselves in certain situations. However, um, sometimes we can't help it. they have to ask for it. You know, I know somebody whose soul got traded for um, her family traded her soul for extra years on another family member's life when she died. And so her soul was moved into a dimension that is like a prison dimension. And I wanted to help her like my son and we were thinking about going in and helping her but they were like no because before she died she didn't ask for help so they were like leave her and i was mm-hmm. like whoa okay so and I, and I do
0: i do want to put the disclosure out there too when you were doing the celebrities you, you're doing very off the cuff it's not like you're diving so deep into it. oh <laughs> yeah well that's what there. i said i don't
2: so I don't like it's not deep. like yeah
0: you're not going too deep into it so i don't feel yeah. like it's a violation i really
2: probably shouldn't that. even brought up the magic because as soon yeah. as i got a little bit too deep with it my guides were just like Shh like (laughs) because if the thing about it that we also have to be careful of being readers is that if you know like I said I know how they're going to attempt to free him I know who's going to be doing it and who's going how it's going to be orchestrated I don't want to put that out there and then mess up their ability to do what they've been planning to do for a while now so it you know that's respect I have to respect that because if it was my family member I wouldn't want all that out there either that would mess up my plans what's
1: all go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to bring it back to like the spell work in general. And, yeah. you know, as a, sh- as a shaman, you know, I-, I do all kinds of stuff with herbs and um, you know, different oils and crystals and the elements and all of that thing. So it- it's considered the same type of work. It's just under a different mm-hmm. label. Um, but for people who are just getting into this stuff and, and they want to um, do um, a ritual for abundance, or for self-love, or for wellness, or whatever. What are some things that people like? What are some things you could tell people to get them started, so that they're not Googling and ending up in the wrong hands? Right.
0: That's actually where it was going to. So, Ooh, job, wow, too, huh? that's
2: a good one. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to start and- with, I think number one, you I should always trust out- your intuition. I started out with candle magic and then I expanded um, and I went into more of the herbs and natural earth and now, um, and then I expanded on that with elemental magic. Um, so um, fire is my strongest element that I master so far. Um, the other ones I'm still mastering and um, whew, how do you do that? You know, I would be honest with you. I, I really wish that people could find mentors. Because there's so much to understand. And like, I do a spiritual development class for people who have abilities or have gifts and they don't quite understand them. And so, what I do in my spiritual development class is I teach them protection, protection, protection. Everything, I think, like the first two weeks of class is nothing but balancing your mind, your mental, getting your spiritual shield up. You know, before we even dive into anything. I need to know that, you know, how to balance and control yourself and, you know, have a harness on your, your inner, your inner abilities. Um,
1: can I ask you a question? Yes. And again, I just want to make sure all our audience knows there's no right or wrong here, but. Mm -hmm. I want to show you how people can have a normal conversation. So (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I want to ask you, do you think the word, um, because I don't teach protection because I think it's fear-based. I teach boundaries. So I, 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 I'm interested in, um, how you feel personally about with you teaching that putting a shield up and protection, how, how, um, like go
2: deeper into that for me, if you would. Well, it's similar to you teaching boundaries, like, you know, when it comes to our spiritual channels, we need to know how to lock that down. I don't want everybody speaking to me. I'm a medium. I don't want to talk to everybody. And so I need to know how to shut it down and create a boundary around myself. You know, I do a pillar meditation where, uh, with time I push out and it's gotten pretty far now, but these are the things, yeah, I teach them the boundaries of how to protect themselves.
1: That's what I wanted. I wanted that kind of clarification because some people hear protection and they immediately go, oh my God, this is not safe.
2: It's no,
0: it's all different too, because you use protection, Johanna, um, or, or Sapphire use protection. Johanna uses boundaries. I use reflection.
2: There you go. Yeah. So, so it's yep.
0: all different. Like, it's the same thing. It's just like, yep. you're not carrying it. So and I'm big on
2: reversal too. I don't always, mm-hmm. I don't always look to fight, but sometimes I just will throw up a reversal, a constant reversal going so that if mm-hmm. it comes, let it bounce back. I, yep, I, that's you know, exactly what I do. Yeah, exactly. Like it, mm-hmm. you know, but these, but people don't know that they can do this, Yeah. you know? So, my thing is to be able to teach people this so that they can be able to go through life and not be fearful all the time of every yeah. little thing, you know?
1: Amen, sister. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. So, um, I'm curious um, we've talked about it with spells backfiring on individuals and so forth. Are there any favorite one or favorite spells that you have that you use a lot of that you find it's very common?
2: Wow, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) It is a good question. (laughs) Um, my favorite spell, quite honestly, is um, I would have to say it's my well, there's there's two my blockbuster. I (laughs) love doing blockbusters and just just busting through anything that has been set negatively in anybody's way to because most of the people that come to me they've already they didn't have any boundaries. So there, there are blockages in their career, there's blockages in their life, and it's just like, they're just not moving. So I have to admit, blockbusters are my favorite work because I don't just work in the 3D, I work in the spiritual realm as well. So when I get get to go in the spiritual realm and like find out what's blocking them, whether it be a person, I mean, I love kicking butt in the spiritual realm, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anime, you know? Cause I it's, it's funny it's because anime. anime has so much truth <laughs> in it about chakras and energy. So anime is how I taught my kids. <laughs> I oh, that's told them, so you know, funny. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's funny because in my class, I sent my students. Um, when I tell them about channeling their chakra, cause I channel it and then I can send it wherever I want to. So when I taught them about it, I sent them a video of Naruto's Russell and I told them channel it into your hand and this like by pushing it into your hand, that's teaching them how to focus it into one area. You know, so the anime has been really big and I'm an anime nut and my kids are too. <laughs> so for us, we were just like looking at the last airbender going, oh my gosh, they were talking truth the whole time with Aang. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, but yeah, the blockbuster is big for me because I just feel like, you know, when people get to a point in life where they can't get movement, mm-hmm. I-, I love being able to bust through something and remove it and have them contact me. Sapphire, I got that new job you know, Sapphire, I, you know, I finally got a call from this person I was waiting to hear from, or I just love hearing it when they start messaging me, you know, telling me, okay, this happened today. And I'm like, I, that to me is just like gratification. I love seeing people's lives improve. So that's my favorite spell work. Um, The next thing would probably be cord cutting, you know, cutting um, old ties off that are slowing people down. So they're not able to move forward or they're, they're seeing a lack of, growth in their finances and such because they don't realize there's financial cords on them. So those two have to be like my biggest ones, but the blockbusters I love because the visual images that I, I get on those when I get, when I go in spirit realm, it's pretty fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And, and the core cutting, I feel such a release on people just when they do it on their own and like. I know i've done it um cord cutting and i i found such a release in it and johanna actually has a really good one i still listen to it johanna do you Thanks. really Yeah. <laughs> my favorite meditation that you do. i have a
1: i have a few uh cord cutting ones that i do
0: okay
2: you're gonna have to share those because that yeah. sounds good
0: they're, they're they're really good in <laughs> I fact love I, that. at one point i was like can you make this longer i need i did i had to make so it longer <laughs> just for her i made her yeah she had a big so cool I'm like i'm not right ra- i still have to talk my shit <laughs>
2: I'm like you gotta that make it so a little cool. longer she did she made it longer for me it was so good yeah i love freeing people freeing people is is like to me is just like a complete rush it makes me feel like a superhero to be able to have somebody's life start moving and have certain things start coming to them that they deserved and they they worked for
0: it is very heroic like so there's there's nothing different about that you know it's you're you're, so (laughs) it is very heroic so so for the just so we can get back here, cause I want to talk a little bit about like dark n- entities and so mm-hmm. forth, especially things that are older as shits. Some things just can't be cleared. Do you feel that?
1: No, don't, I'll I don't have an address to send you to and we'll, we'll ask you that question again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe that any and everything can be cleared. Okay. However, whether or not you're gonna be able to clear it this lifetime is a different story but I do believe that any and everything can be cleared. Yes. Even generational curses.
0: So for you, is it even things that are um, not from this realm can be cleared in that when it's involved? Because I have, I have seen stories or heard stories too, where there are things involved that are older than dirt, whether it's demons and so forth that have, it's, you know, it's just, is what it is. So would you, Feel that's the case, or do you feel it's a case of just just not happening in this dimension? It's
2: going to happen another time. Here goes the thing. Sometimes packs are made. Packs mm. cannot always be broken. I see. Um, and sometimes they are generational, and the generations that come later don't want those packs or don't want to have to deal with the consequences of those packs that were made with their bloodline. But they have to. Um, can they be broken? I'll give you a case in point. I had a client who um, his family line had a pack with a demon and the demon existed in the men in the family. And so, um, yeah, this is really messed up, but he, uh, he got tired of carrying, his father passed it on to him and he carried it for a while. And I when I spoke to him about it, because it caused a lot of issues in his mental and in his physical health. And he said that if he didn't hold on to it, that it would go into his son because there was only one son, one mm-hmm. boy after that. So I was just like, so he chose to hold on to it. Whereas I had another male who actually passed it on to his son around, I think the son was like 20 years old when he passed it on. And the mom reached out to me and she kept going, something's not right with my son. And I said, he pa- the father got tired of it. So he basically gave it to the son to carry. And the son didn't know. The son had no idea. And so he got diagnosed with schizophrenia. And I was like, how do you get diagnosed with schizophrenia at 20 years old? That's not mm-hmm. even common. So yeah, they sometimes we do have burdens that we have to carry on that, you know, these packs were made and they didn't think about the consequences. They just thought about what they wanted back then. You yeah, know? and
0: I, I think that's where I was trying to get at, because I feel like there are a lot of people out there, and I'm not saying that they're wrong or right, but I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of people out there who say anything can be removed with light, anything can be removed with love, yeah, and it's like tough. sometimes it's like, you know, the, you know, or this land could be cleared, and I want to be like, yeah, some shit is just meant to be dark, and like, I don't know if it's
1: going <laughs> to I can do tell about you it, right like, now.
2: I'm not going on any Native American burial ground that has been violated because there will be no clearing. I am not taking
1: that on. So what I'm hearing is sometimes these things stay around to, it's like when they're, okay, I'm, I'm trying to break this down into, I don't like speaking in esoteric terms. So let me just give you an analogy. In the South right now, They're taking down Mm -hmm. statues and uh, Mm -hmm. things like that, right? So whether that, what happened back then is right or wrong, the statues serve a purpose of reminding us of what we've already moved through, what we've already overcome. And sometimes these things need to be stuck around for that purpose. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I believe. So I don't believe that they're there because they cannot be, trans uh they cannot change form from dark to light i believe that they need to be there because they need to be a reminder to serve a purpose of we don't need to repeat this again
2: now i do agree with you to an extent on it absolutely i do think that there needs obviously that's not every case but yeah right right. not every case but yeah i do i do believe that we do need to be reminded so we don't repeat it unfortunately because we are, for example, like the heroin epidemic that we had back in the 60s and 70s is repeating itself now mm-hmm. it because is. there just wasn't enough the education to teach this generation about what we went through back then. So Amen. we're repeating a cycle again, and it could have been prevented, mm-hmm. you know? That's Absolutely. a really good point.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I, you know, it's also that thing of like, you know, and I'll always go back to, to certain, you know, astroterics to some extent, but it's what, you know, light can't exist without dark that's right yeah. at least here, it will anyways. always
2: be here unfortunately it, it's always going to be here because it's a balance yeah so it's... i crack up when i go to church and people are like we're going to cast the devil off the earth and i'm bagging up like okay good luck with that <laughs> <laughs> <Have> fun <laughs> yeah because they yeah, it's not going to happen it's a balance but hey go <laughs> ahead keep shouting
0: <laughs> so um because you know there's we have a couple people who are we have Quite a few people on here but one of the people had asked here uh, if you had offered any classes and we are getting close to your shameless plug which we call our shameless plug <laughs>
2: go ahead and tell us anything that you're offering plug away well, well i do i, do. I offer your two classes. So I offer a class that is a prophetic class for those people who are more in line with Christianity and they feel more comfortable sticking within those guidelines. I offer the same class that I took. My apostle, um, Raymond Stansbury, he wrote a textbook and I got permission from him. He's a rabbi as well. I got permission from him about two years ago to start teaching. So I do teach the prophets in training um, level one. And um, so I'm actually about to put that on my website this week. And then for those people who, now I do think that everybody should take the Prophets and training one because it does give us a foundation to start on for the second class, which I offer, which is the spiritual development class. And that class is more outside of the box with the metaphysical. I do incorporate some of Christianity in there um, because, you know, in the book of Enoch, it clearly says mm-hmm. magic came from angels. So with that being the case, I incorporate some of that historical fact in there, but we are outside of the scope of just that book. We expand on the elements and, and so much more in the spiritual realm and so much more in the spiritual development class. So, um, but yes, I do offer those two classes and I actually love teaching them.
1: Do you, do you teach classes on spells or, or learning spells or, or yes, things I like do. that?
2: I do, and I teach that more in the spiritual development class. Oh, okay. Now, you mix it I, all I have to be careful with that class. I'm not going to lie. I do interview people for that class. I'm not trying to make any Darth Vaders out here. So, don't <laughs> you know, if I can help it, you
0: know? Let's get rid
2: of your guys. <laughs> you know, no know. Darth Vaders I allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm not trying to come back and have to you know so lay you lay you out to get you to cut you know stop doing stuff to people or have clients coming to me and they're like well it's your student and I'm, this is the problem so i do interview for those classes to make sure that i'm dealing with people that are um, men- mentally balanced and emotionally balanced and truly ready to embrace their gift
1: that's a good thing that you do that because i will tell you what if- every time people come to me to want to especially when they start experience galactic and energy and they want to learn how to use it i always tell them the very first thing is nope we can't do any of that first you we you first go. have to get you in alignment and understand how to to de- have emotional intelligence how to do all of that otherwise you are um you're not going to be able to handle it and you can lose your gifts you can lo- if you're not using yes. them for the correct purposes Uh, or just for monetary gain only or whatever you're Mm -hmm. from you. I've known several people that woke up one day and their gifts were gone.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you a little story about that. Um, I'm Palladians. So, um, they are the ones who came in and they cleaned up my, my third eye and really activated, um, they activated so much in me. That's um, probably was the guide you're
1: picking up is uh, Ashana Kia. She is my Because I'm sitting guide. here going, <laughs> I
2: know one of your guides. I'm yeah, she's a Palladian guide. Guides. Yes. So, um, but what happened was I actually overdid it. I was doing too much and I love to help people. I do. So I will push myself to physical um, depletion. And so they kept telling me, you need to stop. You need to stop. And I was like, okay, okay, after this next person, after this next person, <laughs> you know. and they finally <laughs> just said, okay, you didn't you're done. See, cut it. And I was like, whoa, 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 I can't sense what's coming. And they were like, you're not gonna be able to sense for 30 days. They were like, we're forcing you to rest. Yeah. And it was horrible because they did it around last year, this time, and it was Fright Fest. And I got invited <laughs> to go to Great Adventure and I could not psychically tell when people were gonna jump out at me. So I actually left the park. I was just like, because I'm going to hit somebody and go to jail. And it scared me because I, I'm i so used to having that sixth sense. Yeah. I was like, nope, not going to work.
1: But you know what? <laughs> this is why when you come into the world of even if you're a reader, if you're a healer, if you're doing anything like that, using your your extrasensory abilities that yes. we all are born with, you have to step away from the push and plow of 3D life and you have yes. to step into flow and you have to, Lean back and take days off and cancel appointments and do all you the do. things that we have been taught not to do because mm-hmm. if your energy is over exhausted, over all of that, yep.
2: you're done like you're you, you're. Yeah. Just- I was just off all last week, I was off for a whole seven days because they ordered it and I was like, I'm never going to disobey them again. So I took you're <laughs> <days off. laughs> gonna make me sick.
1: We're taking Sapphire.
2: No, you take away my clairvoyance and my mediumship. It, it I just feel like lost, like they cut off my arm or something, like my arm right. is broken for a It does, week, it so. becomes a part of who you are, it totally does. <laughs> it, does. It's, it does, it's crazy
0: because when you're younger and you have it and then you block it, right, and then when you mm-hmm. gain it again, it's like all of a sudden you're like, no, I don't want to lose it again, because right. before you blocked it and you're like, no, it's not real and then when you get it back, it's
1: like, no. Thankfully <laughs> the kids today, I know, I'm sure your kids are, like my, my kids are both gifted and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they have me Right. Cause when I was young and I was yeah. seeing t- beings in my room, I was told it was the boogeyman and to <laughs> yes. go to bed. It's fine. Cause I'm like, that is not the boogeyman.
2: <laughs> yes. And you know, it's funny. My daughter's been seeing, um, she's been seeing light beings since she was five. So she never had a night light. And I always thought that was weird when she was little, she never wanted a light on. And she just kind of told me they light up the room when you leave and you cut all the lights out. So Aww, I was like, okay. How sweet is but- that? Mm -hmm. Mind you back then, I didn't have, I was um, medicating my abilities with my depression meds and all the stuff they had me on. Yeah. And um, the crazy story about that is because, and I do want to mention this because I I don't want people to go jumping off their meds, but they do medicate a lot of the gifted people because the gifted people don't understand what they are. And so that's what happened to me. I got a bipolar diagnosis and I had it from 15 on. And then when I got in my thirties, I told my doctor like, look, I need three diagnosis cause I don't think I'm bipolar. And she took me off everything after they named their killed my liver. Um, and she came back and said, you're not like they, she said, but back in the nineties, they threw that diagnosis on people like candy. Yep. So mm-hmm. she said, you just got caught in that. And I have been medication free and holistic mm-hmm. and homeopathic sense.
1: Job. I My mm-hmm. doctor actually fired me because I weaned, my, I weaned myself down okay. and I went in and, and I told her that I was off of everything
2: and she dropped me. And it was the best decision I ever made of my life. I know it was, yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, with the abilities being suppressed, my daughter, when she was tw- when she was 15, it was too much for her being a medium. They were coming to her, kids were coming to her at night, waking her up. So she kind of asked for spirit to put a pause on it. And they did for seven years. And then it came back in around 22, boom. And she was just like, oh my God, they're everywhere. <laughs> and I was telling her, so, you know, when people, this is why I say it's better to have parents like us that yeah. can teach them how to keep the abilities and work with them versus putting a cork in a bottle and having it bust out seven years later. Cause yeah, and see, it, it was crazy when it happened. We had to do a lot of meditation to get it under control. And if
1: you are a parent, when you you happen to be watching this and your kids are gifted, or you think they may be get help. If you don't know what to do, I, I can personally tell you, I know all kinds of resources for children and, and, and have helped many parents, but it's not my specialty. And so, but uh, get help, reach out to someone who is reputable, Try, listen to your intuition,
2: but let's get now, back to, I will time. say just one thing though, I do work with children under 18 for free.
1: If parents contact me, some their
2: children are empathic or that they, because I can recognize an empathic child, I will work with that child to help them harness that energy and be able to get some peace so that they can not draw on those energies.
1: That's so awesome of you. Mm. So let's get back to your classes. Do you have um, information to send our guests who are watching too, to learn more about this?
2: They can check out my channel on Sapphire, Dragonfly, Tarot on uh, YouTube. And they can also check out my website as SapphireDragonfly.us, and we'll
0: have that all in the description box, guys, on the replay yeah. on this. And so they we'll can have email the me
2: directly as well. I love hearing people's stories and um, and meeting them, and you know, letting them know they're not alone. Creating a collective family. All my students are collective family. They communicate e- even outside of me now.
0: That's, <laughs> That's awesome. amazing. Well, we, um, thank you so much for coming on the yes, show. Thank You're, you, thank you a- for
2: having me. I'm thank you. I really feel privileged. Thank you yeah, guys. I, I,
0: I, love to, ha- I, like I said, I knew you were going to be the one I wanted on the show for this. So.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> appreciate it. To
0: me, so, <laughs> all right guys. Um, so we're, we're going to let Sapphire go, but we have a special announcement we want to make. So thank you, Sapphire. Bye Bye. We'll- <laughs> So
1: we so Johanna, you want to jump in on this? Well, yes, for those uh, our, for our loyal followers who have been with us from the beginning and those who are just joining us, so this is um, our last episode of season one. We That's were right, not guys, sure. <laughs> we weren't sure how we were going to do this, to be honest, we just talked about it for a very long time and got showed up one day on YouTube and just went for it. So, we are deciding to make this our last episode. We're gonna take a little bit of a break. We may come on for a random show, um, probably, I don't know, end of November, December, somewhere in there. We will give you guys plenty of heads up, but I do wanna tell you to stay tuned to our Facebook page. So if you are not following the Breakdown Facebook page, go and follow it. The link will be in the description uh, because we will do random you know, card readings, Um, we'll be sharing the replays from the podcast, um, channels and we have, we'll be working behind the scenes, getting guests for next season and getting a whole new setup so that we can make sure you guys are all notified when we go live and all of the goodies. So we're, we're trying to take the show to the next level. And we got to take a little bit of break to do that though. We do. And I just want to let you know,
0: we've always been an open book, so we're going to be pretty authentic of what we're doing. So I'm just letting you know, I'm freaking moving. (laughs) Oh, and I'm writing a book New Jersey <laughs> Johanna's writing a book and um, Johanna is you know she's been open about it and you can follow her on her YouTube channel you can follow me on my harmonia tarot channel and I'm pretty open in my blog about my moving experience um, but this is this is big changes for the both of us this is the year of change for us because big things are happening for 2020 for many mm-hmm. of us and yeah. we are getting geared up for it so When Johanna had said, hey, let's do
1: seasons, I said, oh, my
0: God, that's amazing.
1: (laughs) Well, she wanted to just take a month off. I said, let's just wrap it a season and take, you know, just take a good healthy break.
0: I can, like, market that shit. I can, I can actually be a project manager. So we don't guys, have a
1: date of return yet. And, but we will let you know, we just want you to stay yeah. tuned to the breakdown rate, uh, Facebook page, um, and enjoy the podcast replays, um, and, and just we'll, we'll post
0: us. replays. And I promise you, we will not be as long as game of Thrones. We are going on way quicker than that. We're not going to give you like two years notice in that. Okay. So guys, thanks again for all your support and love, and we will see you next season.
1: Bye guys. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening. The breakdown is recorded live. To get live show notifications, head on over to YouTube and search The Breakdown Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and click the little bell to get notified. You can also find us over on Facebook at The Breakdown Live. And if you would love to be a guest on our show or you just have a juicy topic that you would love for us to break down, shoot us an email at circus@ at breakdownlive.com. Until next time.